Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to another exciting and handsome episode of Made Man, the official Madman podcast of FansNotExperts.com. I'm your host, Mike E.C., and I literally just finished watching episode 11 of season 3, The Gypsy and the Hobo. What does that mean, The Gypsy and the Hobo? Well, it's Halloween time. Halloween time in Mad Menville, wherever they live, New York. And there's a lot going on. A lot. Now, Betty knows what's going on here. And look, as I tell you, I finish these shows and I already forget how they start. I forget. I know everything that happened. I just watched it. I digested it all seconds ago. And I'm here to talk about it. And I'm woefully unprepared, but I'm going to talk about everything that happened. Maybe I don't recap every moment properly, but let's talk about the big stuff, shall we? Don effing Draper. We'll move him to later. Um, there's a new client in town for uh, Sterling Cooper. And technically, it's an old client and an old friend of Roger Sterling. It's this woman whose family runs a dog food company. And did you know that all dog food is horse meat? Back then, at least. I don't think it's that way today. And it's funny, she says a line. She says, um, she says a line. She says, you know, when you eat cow, it's beef. When you eat chicken, it's poultry. When you eat pig, you know, it, she doesn't get it out, but it's, it's, it's um, pork. But they don't have a thing for horse meat. And it's delicious. And people all over the world eat it. And Don's like, I've, I, I've eaten it. Roger gives him a little look because... I don't know if it's a poor person food, you know, and Roger looks like surprised that Donna's had um, horse meat. But basically this company has, has, has a PR disaster because of the horse meat and they need, she wants them to come up with a new kind of fancy name for horse meat. And at the same time, you could see there was a little flirting going on between her and Roger. And, you know, they basically, um, she said, you know, oh, are you... He's like, I'm married. She goes, are you still married or you're married again? I forget. She's a teenager, isn't she? This woman's, you know, age appropriate for him, his age. And um, she's like, would he, would she be jealous if you took me out to dinner? And, you know, he's trying to get this client. So obviously he wants to take this woman for dinner. There's a lot of, lot of verbal kind of flirting going on between the, the two of them. But they do end up going out and meeting for dinner. Um, and she's, her thing is, you know, she's going to all the different clients because, uh, her, her dad left Sterling Cooper in the past because of, he, he said Bert Cooper was crazy. Um, oh, I'm yawning because it's late. And she's like, uh, you know, I'm going to go to all these different companies and the best one gets my business. Um, so she meets up with Roger at dinner and Roger was a little early. So he had some drinks and he's, he's kind of, he's a little bitchy to her. You know, basically she broke his heart when they were kids and... He kind of hasn't totally gotten over it. Um, they drink a little. I'm burping a little. They drink a lot. They drink a whole bottle of wine. And it shows later they are leaving the uh, restaurant. And she is basically throwing herself at him. Like really up close. Wanting, like kissing distance. And he turns her down. He says, I'm married. It's different this time. You know? Uh, which was interesting. She was not very happy about it. but um, So she kind of skadoodled. Uh, back at Sterling Cooper, 
they had a um, focus group. Basically, people brought in their dogs to try the dog food, and she could watch as someone administered the dog food, and they could talk about it. And when the, do- the guy says the name of the company, they knew right away that this was that company with the bad PR, with the bad, um, with the horse meat. Even though they're probably having horse meat with other dog food too, and the dog food's good, uh, the problem is the name of the company. And she's like, my dad started the name of this company. And Roger's like, uh, Don is like, we have to change the name of the company. The dogs, this, it's just a label on a can. Who cares? I wonder if we'll see this down the line and it becomes a dog food we know. I don't know. Probably not. But um, because she stormed out and later, you know, Roger follows her. They get into a little bit of a tiff talking about their past. And she kind of, I think she basically is like, she's going to go to the, the next company that does it right. Um, I think that was really it for her and for work. Um, you know, they, she's, you, you, she still has feelings for Roger. He's like, you were the one. And he says to her, well, you weren't. So that was, you know, he's, I think he's happy with Jane and he's not going to screw this up yet. But you know who he still has thoughts for or still has feelings for? Old Joni. He misses her. And you could tell he misses her because she called. And he kind of brightened up. He was hitting golf balls in his, in his office. And uh, his secretary wasn't there. So he, he answered the phone. It was Joan. And I'm yawning. Um, but he, he, you could see like a glow, like a smile, a real smile. And they had this little pitter-patter banter going back and forth that was, you know, you could tell they're very comfortable and very, they very much uh, like each other. And she's like, look, I need to uh, get some work. So if you could help me out. He's like, why don't you come back here? She's like, I've been replaced. And um, she says, you know, my husband's still going through uh, training for psychiatry and I want to support him. She's, she's covering it up, making it seem like this is his dream. This is what he wants to do. And clearly it's not what he wants to do at all. Oh my goodness, I'm yawning. But it's late. I waited very late to watch tonight. So her husband is doing psychiatry, but it's really not his thing. It's He wants to be a surgeon. He's always wanted to be a surgeon uh, since he was a kid. And he, this isn't even real medicine to him. Um, but he has interviews. He has uh, an- questions he needs to answer. So he's going through testing, you know, testing answers and questions with uh, Joan and interview questions. And... He did okay, but you can see he really wasn't into it. And he talked a little bit about how his dad had a head shrinker once. I think he said head shrinker or shrink. Um, and but he, you know, he doesn't have really an experience with it. Oh, I'm so I'm so professional when I'm yawning. But it's late. Okay, it's ten past eleven, and I I want to get this up before midnight because I put this out every Friday. So uh, I'm going to just push on through. Um, here's the thing. It's like you want Joan to be happy and you feel bad for this doctor who wants to be a surgeon. But at the same time, don't forget, he forcibly held down Joan and had sex with her in Don Draper's office. I mean, he raped his wife. So he's off the list for me. Um, he had his little interview and he did it terribly. And he's bitching and whining and bitching and 
yelling, I'm afraid he's going to do something to Joan. Instead, Joan takes a friggin' vase and smashes it over the back of his head. That was amazing. I loved it. And she just stormed off. He's like, what the hell? You're crazy. Later on, he comes back and he's apologetic. He brings her flowers. He said, I'm going to get you a new vase. I'm going to get you a lot of stuff because baby, I joined the army. He has a, the army needs surgeons and they'll take me and they'll make me a surgeon. And He's, you know, he'll go in as a captain. He'll get paid more. They may have to travel. He can do his, he can do a lot of his residency in New York. Six weeks of basic training. He has this whole thing figured out. Now, he's like, you know, if, if the whole thing in Vietnam is going, maybe I have to go over there. I don't know. To me, it seems like this is the beginning of the doctor, the husband, being shipped off to Vietnam and something bad happening. This is just the first glimpse of that. That's my guess. Um, and you're happy because Jones seems happy, but I don't like this guy. He's trash and Joan deserves better. That's me with my British accent. There really wasn't any of the British folks tonight. There was a little bit of Roger making fun of the guy who rearranged all the secretaries. Um, when he talked to Joan on the telly, I mean, on the, on the telly's the TV, when he rung, when Joan rung him up on the telephone um i think that covers all the joan stuff you know her husband joined the army she seems happy uh and she did talk to roger a little bit and roger did make some phone calls for her too about getting a job he says she's important to me oh yeah you know the redhead and you could tell the, the, the guy on the other line remember the redhead um i think that covers all of that story no one much in the office, you know, we had one of the, one of the creative guys, there was Peggy there for a second, but really didn't touch them at all. No Pete, no Kinsey, no Harry, no, um, what's his name? I can't remember the blonde guy, the guy who does splits the accounts with Pete. Um, really, that's the end of what I like to call B story and C story, because let's get to the meat and potatoes, the A story of what happened in this episode. It all happened. It went down. Don's secret is out. And Betty knows. So Betty is heading off to uh, see her brother. And, you know, the kids are like, oh, you know, I, I want to be... Uh, this for Halloween. I want to be that for Halloween. Blah, blah, blah. Are you going to be back for Halloween? Do they have a Halloween where we're going? He's like, oh, yeah, they do. And, uh, you know, Don has to stay back for work, but they're going to wherever the hell they're going, Baltimore, um, to talk about Betty's late father's house with the brother. Um, so they all head off, leaving Don alone to go to his teacher's, teacher girlfriend's house, basically live there, and have sex So that's what Don's doing while they're gone. So while they're there, they meet with a lawyer talking about this is what you have to do. You either sell the house or one of you has to buy the other one out. And you could see Betty's brother is like a little whiny brat. You know, he's like, well, I don't have any money. So obviously she has to buy me out, blah, 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 blah. And it works out for her and not for me. Wah, wah, wah. And um, I don't, I don't know. One of the, they're going to do something with the house or they, the brother wants to live there. But, um. I think, but she's like, can I talk to you alone to the lawyer? Can I just have, um, a little bit of alone time? And 
talks to him a little about, uh, doesn't talk about Don exactly, but says, you know, I have Don and his, there's some secrets and I'm not sure. Yeah, I have some truths have come out. Um, I don't know what to do. What do you suggest I do? And um, he's like, does he hurt? Are you afraid of him? Nope. Does he provide for you? Yes. He goes, well, why don't you have three beautiful kids? Why don't you try going home and just trying? You know, do you want to do divorce? I don't know. Can you prove adultery? I don't know. Maybe you have to prove it. Um, and the, the lawyer basically says, why don't you go home? So they go home a little earlier than scheduled. Now, Don thinks he's got pretty much the whole week with him and his chick to the point where they want to go on a trip. They're going to go head out and go on a trip together. He's like, let me just go home. I think he's going to go home and um, feed the dog and I guess leave with this girl and just leave the dog. I don't know. That's crazy. Like maybe Carla would show up. Um, but, he, you know, he's like with his girlfriend and... Leaves her in the car, goes in the house, and Daddy, the kids are there, Betty's there. And finally, she's like, we need to talk. And the shit gets out. And you could see Don was visibly shaken. You could see he was just frightened, frightened. Um, like, I can't believe this happened. She she goes over to the desk and just like, open it. He's like, I'm not going to open it. It's my private desk. I have privacy. He's like, you open it. I'll, I could have got a locksmith, blah, blah, blah. Finally, she talks him into opening it. I found the keys. You know, Don's not someone who's going to hurt her. Don's not someone who's going to freak out. He just kind of was like visibly spooked. And just his whole demeanor, demeanor just, just changed and like frightened and shaken up. And freaking John Hamm is the man. Um, and they kind of talk all about it. They get the whole truth out. He says, tells who Don Draper was, who this other Mrs. Draper was about the house. Um, he's like, but our kids are real. Our life is real. This is real. Uh, it's just a name. A lot of people change names. You change your name. She's like, yeah, I took your name. Um, he said, I was Dick Whitman. He told the truth. This was the most truthful. I feel like he's been for lies. He's told, I mean, um, it gets to the point where he looking at pictures and he explains, this is my dad. My mom was a prostitute. This, my dad died and this woman went off with this uncle and he actually treated me good. This is my brother. And you know, the uncle treated him good. That was interesting. I wasn't expecting that. This is my brother. And he came to me and he's like, what? She's like, what happened to them all? They're all dead. Even Adam. And he, she looked and goes, the little boy in the pictures. I thought it was your brother. He was my brother and he came to me and I wasn't there for him and I didn't help him. I pushed him away and he hung himself and he just lost it. And I think, I don't want to say that worked, but I think Betty saw that this wasn't, um, this wasn't like a malicious lie. It was almost like a lie of embarrassment and a lie of just, you don't need to know this because it's not, it doesn't change a thing. Uh, and it really doesn't. Um, now all the money he's hiding, you know, that's the thing because she's like, I don't have much money. He's like, Oh, you, oh, you, you, there's some in the account. She goes, you don't have any other money. That was early on before she left. He's like, what are you talking about? Because she's like, I know you got money in your drawer. You destroy your asshole. Um, but the shit got out. And the funny thing is my favorite thing of this whole thing is he's pouring his soul out about his family. He's pouring his soul about, about what his name is and why it changed and who this person was. 
And he's being very, very honest to his wife. And outside, his girlfriend is still sitting in the car. She's there for a while. I think she finally, I don't know if she stayed all night, but she finally got up and took off. Don woke up and kind of was like, you could see he was like, whoa, this, that all happened. Um, you know, sees the kids, kisses the kids, um, gives Betty a little kiss and says, I'll see you later. And she just, no, he kind of looks at her. She looks down. He's like, I'll see you later. She's like, she didn't say anything. Goes to work and calls the girlfriend right away and pretty much breaks up with her. Now, she's like, how are you doing? He goes, only you would ask how I'm doing at this moment. Um, but we can't really see each other right now. So I wonder. She's like, she was then afraid she going to lose her job. He's like, no. Because Betty doesn't know about her. It's not like there's anyone to complain. He's not going to say anything. Um, but I wonder, is she going to become crazy? Like every When Don was like, you know, just about to spill his guts, he was getting a drink of water, looking out the bathroom the kitchen door the kitchen window and i was ex half expecting her to be in the yard staring or be or come to the door um but she didn't and she is not going to uh she, you know she said some things early in the episode where she's like you know you're not happy i can tell you're not happy um and he's like i'm happy when i'm with you um but now he's leaving her or postponing or taking a break and I'm interested to see how she handles it is she out of the picture is she coming back is the shit gonna hit the fan there and what happens if it does you know interesting interesting now the name of the episode the gypsy and the hobo I pretty much knew right away that that was gonna be what the kids got as their Halloween costumes and yes it was but I was trying to think What's the double entendre, you know? The gypsy, uh, they're the, they're the, like, people that move, always move from place to place, right? Um, is that, was that kind of Don? Dick Whitman? Um, or was he the hobo? You know, I was trying to kind of, who was the gypsy? Was some, was Joan the gypsy? Uh, was, you know, was someone else the gypsy? Was the, it, it, there's, these titles are metaphors too. They just always are. Um, so it definitely is, a, is kind of referencing things that are going on, you know. Um, I just can't nail it down perfectly, but it has to be. But, you know, for them tonight, it's the cost, it's the, the Halloween costumes. So you can see there seems to be some sort of repair recovery happening for Betty and Don because he comes home. They're about to go trick-or-treating. Little Bobby's freaking out. He wants to go trick-or-treating. And he's like... Um, you know, I could stay behind with the baby or you could if you wanted to. And she's like, nope. He's like, okay. She basically wants them all to go out trick-or-treating together, which means we're all going on as one big happy family. They go to the neighbor. He opens the door. He says, uh, oh, look, a gypsy and a hobo. And then he looks up at Dawn and says, and who are you supposed to be? And it was just, you know, uh, like a joke, you know, like what's your costume? Who are you supposed to be? But it was just great. Just how the episode ended. Who are you supposed to be? Well, I'm supposed to be Don Draper, but don't. Shh, don't tell anyone I'm not. And that's it, my friends. I think I covered everything. You know? I mean, Joan and her husband are joining the... Joan's husband's joining the army. Maybe she's going to get a job. Roger does not sleep with a woman who he used to be with. Um, Work-wise, they're probably not going to get that horse dog food contract. And, uh, 
Betty knows everything about Don now. I mean, except all the all the girlfriends and the cheating. But other than that, she knows everything. And we'll see. And maybe Betty's selling their house, the, her dad's house, and getting some money, money. Now, if she gets that money, is she going to stick around with Don? I don't know. Some, you know, Netflix has these pictures. You know, when you go on to Mad Men, the friggin' photo they show is from like the last episode or the last season. Everyone's older. People are standing around and it's like, what, why are you showing me this? This is confusing. Why don't you have a picture of this season that I'm on? Because I feel like that, that photo alone is spoiling things for me or, you know, making me say, why is this person over there? Why are they standing here? Who's this? What's this? What's going on? There's a lot more Mad Men to watch. But we are almost through with season three. Can you believe it? And I thought to myself, should I take a break between season three and season four? I've been going consistently every Friday since like August or July or whatever. Was it, or September. I don't remember. But I've been going consistently every single Friday. And my friends, the consistency continues. That's... That's my motto. The consistency continues. I didn't just make that up, and it really doesn't sound good. Yes, we will be going right into season four. Um, what's going to be interesting is I host another podcast that's very rare. It's called Geek Mentality. Um, by that, I mean I really only do it one month a year. I do sporadic episodes here and there. Uh, but for the most part, it's a June podcast where I watch a movie every single day, a movie I've never seen before. And I do a podcast about that every single day. So it's 30 movies, 30 podcasts in 30 days during June. Now, I'm going to be doing that on top of watching Mad Men every Friday during through June. Part of me is thinking, do I take June off for Made Man or do I just push through? My friends, this is what life is about. I'm going to push through. I'm going to have lots of podcasts. Now, if you, were, if you love Made Man, it's going to be there every Friday from now until forever. And if you like the sound of my voice, go check out Geek Mentality and subscribe. Because on June 1st, it's, I call it Fans Not Experts Movie Month. I've been doing it for five years. This is my sixth year coming up, if you can believe it. And it's going to be 30 podcasts in 30 days. And they're not terribly long. Sometimes they're 10 minutes, 15 minutes long. It's just me talking about a movie uh, and, and watching a movie. And it's exciting, and I love it. And it just gets me caught up with movies because I don't watch a lot of movies during the year. Watch a lot of television, but not a lot of movies. But that's just the. Uh, I'm done with the shameless plugs. Well, except for the fact that you can find me on Twitter at Made Man Pod. Facebook is Fans Not Experts, but I barely do anything there. The website is fansnotexperts.com, where you can find this podcast and every other podcast we do. Um, that's it. That's it. The cat's out of the bag. Betty knows that Don's a dick. Yep, I said it. Now, thank you for listening, and thank you for coming along on this adventure with me as I strive to achieve the level of made Fans not experts.